Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, friends, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. Doug Addison here. The Lord is moving everywhere. I tell you, we are seeing an outpouring of God's power, but you got to look for it. I have heard testimony after testimony of healings, of God breaking out in amazing ways, and I've seen some things myself. In fact, I myself have been healed of some uh, massive, I mean, I call these massive attacks of the enemy. I myself am a walking testimony of God's healing, his healing power, his love for you. And this is going to be an episode today where we're going to talk about the deeper strategies that you might need to get healed, God's love and the power. And I have a special guest joining me in just a little bit that was part of my healing strategy as well. Lord, we thank you that this is a time right now I feel so strongly that you're going to pour out your power, your spirit. There's going to be people healed even listening to this podcast. I know that you're going to do something because that's who you are. You're the God of all things. You are the creator of the world. You're the healer. You're the supplier. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, I got healed of Huntington's disease. Well, the symptoms anyway. I haven't really had my blood retested. It requires a a blood test to test uh, a certain level of a Huntington gene. But I tell you, I was put in a study at UCLA Medical Center because I'm 60 years old and I'm still manifesting a sound and healed life. And I got some prayer back in 2001 when I first got diagnosed and walked through some major things to break it off because It had killed my mom, my aunt, my two uncles, my first cousin, all in 1999. And since then, my my brother and sister in heaven. But it's not just Huntington's that would take them out. They had Huntington's, and it weakened the other areas of their body. Uh, It's just a horrible, horrible disease. There's no medications. They're, they're, They're finding some now that are able to manage the symptoms. But there's not like something that goes into remission. Once it starts. So this is just such a tragic disease. I did get a healing strategy. And when I got diagnosed, I pressed in every side I could find because I had just watched the strongest women of faith I've ever seen. My mom and my aunt die before me. And it messed with me for a while. And I tell you, I pressed in, got prayer, and I saw a result. But again, this requires faith because it doesn't always match up. It doesn't always line up with logic. So my blood test could still show that my DNA has not changed. My I actually went back, got my blood tested again. They laughed at me because they said no one's DNA has changed. And I'm believing the Lord for my third test that it will change. And it doesn't matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter what your blood tests say. It does not matter. Listen to me. What matters is if you have healed behavior, if you have symptoms of healing, symptoms of health, you can have that. You can also have a total, absolute miracle happen. And that 
happened to me as well with another affliction I got hit with. And I walked through a four-year affliction that they didn't know what it was. And that's when you know it's the enemy. And I knew from uh, just my experience, I needed a healing strategy. Listen, when I did a study, Jesus seldom prayed for a person more than the same way once. In other words, it was times when he prayed and he, you know, he anointed one person with oil or he spit on one guy's tongue and, and he made some mud once and put it in a guy's eye. And another time he said, you know, go, your son will be healed. And, and there were so many different ways. He, he didn't fall into a uh, kind of like a strategy that we use over and over, which is fine if it works for you. But if you're not seeing a result, if you're not seeing a breakthrough, you might need a healing strategy. In fact, there were some times when Jesus couldn't heal because it was so much unbelief. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is, yes, we need the word of faith. It's a, The power of the word of faith is amazing. But if you're not seeing a breakthrough, if you're not seeing results in your life with healing or any other area, you need to ask the Lord for a strategy. And that's what I did. And I would get bumps. Or I get uh, When I get around two different people, Todd Bentley and Joan Hunter were two people that when I would get around them, I would get levels of healing that I would come back home and it would uh, would not work totally for me. But I tell you, it bumped me one step closer and it was like chipping away at a wall. And then one day I had a massive breakthrough. And the first healing that I had gotten was through Todd Bentley and with Huntington's disease and also the second healing I got over with multiple chemical sensitivity with Lyme disease. Joan Hunter's ministry played a big part of that, Katie Souza as well. There was many others, but I had breakthroughs when I began to press in and ask the Lord for a healing strategy. And I don't know what you need, but, you know, if you're not getting well, you know, sometimes we can get a, an absolute miracle. That's where... You know, you you go and get prayer or God just shows up and you get an absolute miracle. Other times you might need healing. You might have to walk out a process like I did. But I want to tell you either way, God's word is real. And his word for you is that he wants to bring healing to you. And sometimes based on, you know, the, the condition of things in the world, that the evil is great right now and we might need to press in. I believe that's why God releases the prophetic. And I teach people how to hear God to get a healing strategy or a breakthrough strategy for whatever area you need. Today we're talking about healing. So I'm excited to have my really good friend, Joan Hunter from Joan Hunter Ministries on the podcast with me today. And she's located in Tomble, Texas. And she has a TV show called Miracles Happen. And she is a powerful woman of God that everywhere she goes, miracles happen. I tell you, I've seen things uh, in my own life and my wife's life and people around me. I am so excited whenever I get around Joan Hunter because manifestations of supernatural signs and wonders start happening. I've seen legs grow out. I've seen things that I'm so serious. This is serious levels of healing, and she has a powerful, compassionate ministry as well. And uh, anyway, I'm just so excited to have her on the show. Joan Hunter, my great friend, welcome to the broadcast. 
Well, I am so excited. I always love getting to talk to you and rejoice with you and praise with you and pray with you and, and, and watch what God does in and through both of us. It's just like awesome, awesome. Yeah, I know. There's like a, uh, a synergy happens in the spirit when we get around each other. And it started years ago when we first met. You uh, had me come and speak at your church. And we, we stayed up till midnight. Yes, it was uh, June 30th. And you prophesied about a week before that as we went from June to July, we were going to experience an absolutely phenomenal breakthrough. So I picked you up and I said, I'm not letting you out of my car until after midnight. Because I'm going to experience this with you. And, uh, and I said, you can, you know, go past midnight and the service started at six. And I said, you go, go past midnight. And he goes, and it was so funny because Doug's like going, no, uh, nobody's going to stay that long. Nobody's going to stay that long. And I'm like, you know what? If you're here, I'll be here, you know, and long story short is we were blowing and going strong under the anointing, like, like you just would not believe until moments after midnight. And we had maybe five people leave out of the hundreds that were there yep. because not one person wanted to miss a word. Exactly. Not one. And it was a school and night. And I didn't either. I know. It was like a yes, Sunday was, night. And it was, a, it was, Sunday it was night, amazing. And we we danced into the new season. And, and I tell you what, everybody could experience a huge breakthrough in their lives. Yep. It was absolutely me. phenomenal. Yeah, that was so. And great. you you had plenty of energy to do it. That's what that was your main concern. Yeah, because I had been already speaking at another conference for several days, but you know you shift into the anointing and it allow you to do those things. Yep, and it was so cute because uh, your wife Linda kept texting, "Give me a call." Um, you know, <laughs> then you say, "I'm in service." <laughs> no, come on, give me a call. No, I'm in service. I'm still in service. <laughs> I'm still in service. And you were still in service. I know. It's so wild. I love that. Well, Joe and I, we just had church ahead of time, and we were praying and felt really powerful about, um, I release, one of the things I do is I release prophetic words. One of them is the daily word, and if you don't get it, just hashtag daily prophetic, or you can get my app, my Doug Addison app that has it, or you'll find them anywhere. But I tell you, this one today, Joe was saying, your word today really hit me. I went like, you know what? You're right. So my word for the today is watch for God to do things that once seemed impossible. And I tell you what, today, when I got that around two, three o'clock in the morning, I wanted to dance all over the place at my house. And because today is a miracle day. Um, already today, I have sold a house and I have bought a house and we've already made one load to the new house. Movers are coming with the furniture tomorrow. Moving into a house that is one of the most gorgeous houses I've ever seen in my entire life. It is beyond beautiful, overlooks a lake, and I can't even begin to tell you how absolutely incredible it is. But the point is, is in the year 2000, I lost everything, lost my health, lost my life, lost the church. We lost everything because of sexual um, promiscuity on behalf of my now ex-husband and diagnosed with breast cancer the whole bit ended up with zero finances to start my life over uh, with three girls in college I didn't know what I was going to do and it was one of those things I'm just like oh god and then you get diagnosed with breast cancer I'm like uh, okay I yeah. can check out now you know no and uh and so all all of that and to have nothing 
to be in this absolutely gorgeous, and that's an understatement, home. And as I got the key and I came to the house and I opened the door and, and I carried my shofar in, I don't know how to blow it, but I carried it in uh, just as a symbol of the anointing of God that goes before you with a shofar. And I carried it in and put it on the mantle as a center focal point in the house and began, I began to weep Yeah. and weep because just like your word said, today is a day of things that were never ever, ever going to happen 20 years ago, five years ago. And, you know, and I'm totally healed of breast cancer supernaturally. I'm healed of financial ruins. I mean, the whole bit. And as I walked in, I just said, great is thy faithfulness. Great, great is thy faithfulness. God, how you have blessed me and blessed me. And you have blessed me indeed. I've enlarged my tents here in this house. Yeah. And you have blessed me and blessed me. Great is thy faithfulness. And yet in that still small voice, he responds with, great is thy faithfulness. Mm. And I know that this is a reward of my faithfulness to him. Right. Being, you know, I woke up in, in California yesterday. I've been in two countries and three states and four different time zones in a week and moving. Okay. All in seven, eight days. Okay. It's been kind of wild. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm feeling great. I am on fire. I am so excited about what God has done. He's restored my strength. And, and you wouldn't have any idea that I'm on, you know, Israel time zone or California or Canada, you know, the whole bit, because I'm here right now, full of energy, doing what God has called me to do in, this is my first anything, broadcast, webinar, whatever, in my home. And it's like, I don't want to cancel, even though the date of moving came after I had scheduled. But I said, no, to God be the glory for wow. this house. And I'm, it's anointed. It's this even greater anointing. We've got, you know, worship music getting ready to go after the broadcast and all this stuff. And it's like supernatural anointing, power, presence. And I tell people, I said, when you come into my house, I don't want you to say, oh, my God. I want you to say, if God can do it for Joan, God can do it for me. Come on. He has turned my life around, turned my life around, healed me from the top of my head, in my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit, my finances. And if God can do it for me, God can do it for whoever That's exactly is exactly right. Hallelujah. That's the word of the Lord. And I, I tell you what, good timing that Joan is at literally in her new house and that she moved to this house today. And that this is this is just a sign. I just know it is. That the Lord says he's doing new things. He's moving people into new places. Not just home. He's moving you into a new place. He's positioning you. I felt it really strong, Joan, is, is he positioned you with that home because there's something in the open heaven over that area. You battled over your last one, but this one you will not have to battle. It's already open. It's open. And there's an open heaven. I mean, it's absolutely, I can't even begin to tell you it's light. It's airy. The presence of God is here. The view is amazing. If I open the door, you can hear the, the fountain going, which is the fountain of life. And, I mean, it's just it's amazing. And, ironically, I had uh, my mom and dad's couch 
in my office. And I actually have a formal living room. So they went to my office and picked up the couch and I'm sitting on that. So it's like I'm under the anointing of mom and dad that mom and dad, you know, who are Charles and Francis Hunter, that they sat on this couch and, and just, <laughs> you know, blessed me with this house and, you know, partial uh, financially inheritance. And then, then what I'm doing is a spiritual inheritance. And it's just, I mean, it's just the blessings of God running and overtaking you. Yeah, exactly. And I get to share with you today on my breakthrough day. Wow, that's exactly right, because the power is here. If you don't know this, just Google Happy Hunters. Google the Happy Hunters. And they were two of the forerunners in the charismatic movement, the healing movement, writers of over 500 books. And and, uh, I just remember years ago that I didn't know exactly who they were, but I I knew some of the stuff. I had gotten some of the stuff that changed my life. And then Joan is a direct descendant and uh, spiritually. And so we're, we're in for something today. I am in total agreement of that. Yeah. What's the Lord speaking to you, Joan? Uh, well, which subject? <laughs> what I'm sensing now that there is some people that are listening that actually are experiencing loss in their body. You go, what do you mean by that? Um, I had a guy the other day, he had his prostate removed, and he reported the following day <laughs> and that he got it back. Hallelujah. Wow. And, uh, you know, and then I had a lady, I had a, a lady who got healed. I had a word of knowledge on a shoulder situation. She came up, she got healed. And then I told another lady, I said, or she said, I want you to pray for my husband. I said, okay. So he had hobbles up to the front. I lay hands on him and I said, what do you need? He needs two new knees. He has a problem with his neck and pain in his shoulder. So pray for the knees, got two new knees. And then and literally it happens that quickly. And then I pray for new vertebrae and disc in his neck. He got those. He grew like about two or three inches. He got that restored because his neck and back had been damaged through the years. He was probably young man of like 60 years old. I say that because I'm 65, almost 66 myself. And so then, um, and I said, now what's wrong with your shoulder? And he says, he says, I had it removed. And I went, okay, where's Doug? Let Doug pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is like, ah, you know, and, uh, but anyway, long story short is I prayed and, and I want you to get the vision of what I'm describing here. I, I prayed and under my hand, the whole joint reformed. That was like wow. so cool. Yeah. And I've been doing this for 45 years, but it's still really cool. Every time. And I just, every time, every time is like the first miracle. And, you know, and it was so neat. I prayed for a lady the other day. She had pinched nerves in her neck. She had damaged her neck and uh, shoulders and everything from an accident. And her hand was numb. And it had to be in a sling because she really didn't have any function to it. And uh, so I prayed. And as I was praying, I was kind of tickling her fingers, which she couldn't feel when I started. And right in the middle of the prayer, her mouth gets as huge as a saucer and opens up. And she goes, ah, and she could feel. And, I mean, the whole congregation just goes crazy, Come on. you know, when that happens. Absolutely. So it's, it's really awesome. And a lot of times we talk about the power of our words. I know that you've talked about that. I've talked about that. But you know what? Our words are very, very powerful. A few months ago, I was in South Carolina at Fort Mills, and uh, and I was there, and I was doing a healing conference. Several speakers were there, and this lady came up to the front, and she had a shoulder problem, so I prayed for the shoulder, shoulder got healed. 
And she was helped up to the platform like everybody would be helped up to the platform. I didn't really notice the difference in her situation. But what happened was she, you know, she gets excited about that. She says, um, now can you, um, can you, she was afraid to ask me. And she says, can you, um, I'm blind. Can you pray for my sight? And I'm like, sure. You know, because if I pray and nothing happens, it's, she's no worse off. But if I pray and her eyes get open, that's like really awesome. Come on. And, um, and so I prayed, nothing happened, prayed, nothing happened. I'm like, okay, this is really strange. Okay. So I, we, when we pray for people, and I have services, I give them a piece of paper and I said, here, fill this out and let me make a list of things you want me to pray for. So I looked at her list and I can't even repeat what was on her list. It was such horrific abuse. Horrific. Yeah. And I looked at that and I said, have you ever thought that you've just seen enough? You just don't want to see anymore. Have you ever said that? She goes, oh, yeah. And she spoke. She didn't want to see anymore, even though that really wasn't the truth. Right. Because she did want to see. She spoke it and she lost her sight. So I had her renounce those words. I said these words. I renounced them in Jesus' name. And, you know, and thank you for restoring my vision. She, you know, her, and she opens her eyes. She looks at me and she goes, I see your face. I see your face. And she was like so excited. Then I helped her get to the side of the platform. And one of our helpers was there. And as you know, but we have shirts that say miracles happen. So she gets to the end, and this lady is helping her down. She looks at her shirt, and the first words she reads are, miracles happen. And so then at that point, she goes uh, back to her seat. Now, if you're blind, you don't bring your Bible to church. Good point. Right? Yeah. You know, you just don't bring it, you know? And uh, so she's sitting there. She says, can I borrow your Bible? And so she went back to her seat and just started reading the Bible. Ah. I mean, I just love it because, see, I deal with what is the root cause. You know this because you and I have prayed together about some of these different root causes. And get to the root of what brought it on, and then the disease or the problem cannot stay. It can't stay. And so, you know, we got to the root coming out of her mouth that it wasn't going to, you know, that she didn't want to see anymore. And the same thing goes like if you're going to give an offering – to in light connection, you give an offering, you go, oh, well, it never works anyway. You've cursed your offering. It's very important that we say every time we send an offering in, you know, to Doug, et cetera, say, go and grow. Father, we know you're going to accomplish great things through this. And Father, right now, I just thank you that it's going to be multiplied back so I can give more. Hallelujah. Yeah. I love this. And, you know, Jesus actually talked about it with the fig tree. And most people miss the fig tree. He says, you know, he withered that tree. And 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 he said, you know, be fruitful no more. Then he turns to his disciples and says, you know, you can do this too. And what he was saying is, your words can wither people or yourself. Or you can say, go to this mountain, be uprooted and thrown into the sea. He was saying, we have to be very careful with our words. And I just got this word of knowledge that there's people listening that have had withering words spoken over you. This is like the fig tree. I don't know if it was, uh, well, I do know right now, it was people in authority, 
uh, we're not speaking against those, but some of them have said to you, you know, uh, you'll never make it or you need to stop doing this or doing that. And it, and it, and it shut you down. And who do you think you are? Yeah, who do you think you are? So right now we take the off those withering words. So we take off those things that the, there's people who laid down these uh, instruments. I'm seeing instruments being laid down because uh, you were judged by others who actually were jealous, operating in the spirit of jealousy and not the Lord. Yes. There's, there's music coming back to you. And as you do that, it's going to bring healing to your body. I had to go through this with my guitar. I I had been playing all, almost all my life. And then I had a, a, a leader speak over me that I had lousy rhythm. And what am I doing even playing a guitar? And I had to break those withering words off and get back into that place of the spirit. I'm just saying right now we break off withering words because what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And what you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So there's people who are bound right now. And we loose freedom that's going to flow we with creativity. Jesus, Jesus' name. Well, see, when I was in elementary school, which was almost 60 years ago, the, the teachers got my mother in, uh, brought her in and said, in all of our years of this school, and it was a very, very older, you know, a lot older school, in all of our years, we've never had such a dumb, ignorant student in all of our lives. She will never amount to anything. She'll never be able to read or write. I'm talking about me, just in case you think I changed the subject, that I would never amount to anything, uh, et cetera. Once again, never read or write. Well, you just wrote, this is so exciting, you just wrote the foreword to my brand new book coming out in August on the power of prophetic vision, my number 19 book. That's unheard Come of. On. Being told I can't read, can't write, never amount to anything, all that stuff. No, I had to cut those words off in my late 20s, actually. And I lived up to those words for my whole life until that time when I'm like, the doctor says, you know, you're really intelligent. I went, come on. No, I'm not. He goes, no, look at your scores. I said, that's somebody else's test. He goes, nobody else took the test. Wow. And I said, are you kidding? And so all of a sudden, it was like this rose that had been wrapped up in, um, in mesh. And all of a sudden, it went, whew, and I could bloom. I could bloom into who God called me to be. Wow. And God is taking that mesh off of some of you right now. Some of you are going, oh, I wish that this, I wish that that, you know. And I hated the microphone. I was terrified of the microphone. And now I own my own microphone that goes around the world with me. Things have changed. Got my own television program. You're like, for real? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like in absolute amazement of what God has done. I look in the mirror sometime or I watch my television program. Both are, are pretty astonishing to me. And I'm like, you know, the old song, look what the Lord has done. He healed me. He raised me, you know, filled me with the Holy Spirit. Look what God has done. And I'm sitting here, you know, and the only piece of furniture, there's a couch and a couple of tables. And, uh, and that's really all the furniture that we have in here right now. But I'm sitting here, you know, oh, my God, my name is on the title of this house. And it really should be his name. Look what the Lord has done, because I said yes, and I went from there. It wasn't just yes, it was yes with follow through. And God is looking for people that he can bless. 
as a good father or a good mother on my case. I love blessing my children. I love taking them to Disneyland or Mexico or different places like that. I love getting together as a family. I love that. And the thing is, is that what God wants to do is he wants to bless you. Bless you beyond what you think. And the thing is, a lot of people are really dealing with the fact that they, it's a false fact, but the fact that they don't deserve to be blessed. Had somebody walk in today that one of the people that's helping me move, and he walked in and he was overwhelmed with the beauty. He looked at me and he says, you so deserve this for what you have done for God. And as he walked in, he stumbled into a service two years ago, April, because of his back. He had to help his wife in on a cane who had fibromyalgia and lupus. And the wheelchair was, was elsewhere. And they, they struggled to get into the service. And they got there, and they were instantly healed. And they drove all the way from Pennsylvania to help me move. Wow. Because they're totally, completely healed. Yeah. Healed, set free. God's given them life. I don't even want to say life back, because their whole life has changed. And it's absolutely phenomenal. And that's just two of the people, you know. And I, I got a message. This, this really... It really touched my heart because it never gets old. It never gets old. I got a, a voicemail from a lady. She says, don't call me back. I know you're busy. Just praise God with me. So I played the voicemail to everybody that was here today. And she says, I just went to the police station. First of all, I went, what did you do that for? <laughs> she goes to the police station and she took a huge bag of medicine that she doesn't need anymore Wow! because she got healed mood altering because of depression. Yep. Uh, Lord tabs because of pain. Just so many, I don't even know what all they, they were coding this and coding that. And, and you can't throw them away. You have to turn them in. If you don't need them, you have to turn them in to the police department. And it's so incredible. She says, I don't, need them anymore. You know, I'm not depressed anymore. I'm happy. I'm this. I'm that. And I'm like, that is so awesome. And those testimonies, just with those five that I just said, make it worth it. It just makes it worth all this traveling and everything that happens. And it's just phenomenal. I remember in Pennsylvania, this lady came in and she had to be helped in. She was very, very weak, probably in her 40s, and she was on a transplant list, and she says, they can't find a match. I said, I think there's a match for you in heaven. In heaven. And we called down that heart, and we prayed. And she went back to the doctor. All of a sudden, she could see, think clearer and different things. She went back to the doctor to examine her heart. He started undoing her blouse to see the scars from the surgery, and he wanted to know who did the surgery. He looks, he goes, there's no scars. There's no incision. What happened? She got a new heart. Wow. She said, the doctor says, this is not the same heart that you got. Jesus' name. That you came in here 
two yeah. weeks ago with. She got a brand new heart. Wow. And, you know, I have a Canadian charity, and, and I have, of course, one in the United States, but one in Canada. And sometimes it takes six years, if ever, to get a Canadian charity. And I told them what I wanted to do. I shared the vision of the ministry. And the first pre-approval came at six months. Final approval came at nine months. And the Canadian charity got approved because they realized how much every time I would go into their country would save them hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in medical care. Wow. Like I was in Canada uh, this past week, just a few days ago, and I can't even tell you how many people got new knees. They got new knees. They don't have to have surgery. And each one represents the government $50,000. So it was like a million dollars in knees that came in given that night. So the government loves when I come in, exactly. <laughs> not to mention the people. Exactly. You know, but when, when people realize that, you know, well, first of all, the knee replacement surgery is the bloodiest surgery known to mankind, okay, that they, that they do. And you have to donate your blood beforehand or be prepared to have blood transfusions. And see, when people realize the blood's already been shed, that they don't need to shed their blood. And they, they get that reality that it like the light bulb goes off in their head. Yeah. And they go, you're right. You're right. And the blood's been shed, and they've got new knees. They've got new shoulders. They've got new vertebrae, new discs. They don't have pain anymore. He took pain with the stripes on his back, so we don't have to have that. He died, on the, according to the Bible, yes, he died, took the sins on the cross. But the word says he died so that we could live and have life abundant. It also says he who was rich became poor so we could be rich. And people say, oh, I want to be holy like Jesus and be poor. It ain't holy, but your genes. Of course, nowadays that's popular. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but the point is that he sacrificed everything so that we could have everything that we could have everything yeah and when people get that realization of that and you know i call it a benefits package you know you go on a cruise and you sit in your room and eat cheese and crackers because you don't know the foods included as part of your benefits package right healing is part of our benefits package it's already been paid wealth is part of our benefits package He's looking for people with wisdom that will know how to handle finances so that he can pour the finances into them to help fund the kingdom of God. And he's looking for people, according to his word, that those who believe are going to lay hands on the sick and see him recover. It's not Joan Hunter. It's not just Doug Addison. It's those who believe. Those who believe. This is the whole benefits package of health, wholeness, wealth, anointing, power, word of knowledge. You know, we've talked about the prophetic, and this is a year that there's a major shift happening across the the Christendom and shifting into another level. Uh, We had a conference in February, and Jane Hammond was on, and she was speaking, and she says, this is a shift right now. I've been saying the word shift all year, and a shift into crazy increase, not just increase, but crazy increase. 
and the television program has expanded. Like, I'm just totally amazed. I start on another one next week, another major network. I'm going to be on this YouTube with Sid Roth and this It's Supernatural with Sid Roth and everything else, plus my own channels and different things like that. And, you know, and, and all these things, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And this house is crazy increase. It's, it's the blessings of God running and overtaking me, which is also scriptural. Absolutely. Now, there's a shift and in I the want spirit. The blessings of, yes, I want the blessings of God running and overtaking everybody. Yeah, there's a shift in the spirit right there. And there was a moment when you, when you just made that statement. You set it up with the testimony. You set it, set it up with the word and the, and the goods. Uh, say, this is it. This is the good stuff of God. And then something just shifted in the spiritual shifted. realm. And heaven just opened. I totally agree. Yeah, there's an open I mean, there's heaven an open right heaven now. In, in this house right now, there's an open heaven, and the angels are, they're like encompassing the house. You know, I have another lady here with me, but the point is, this house is jammed with anointing and angels, yeah. which is like so awesome. Right. You know my miracles happen blanket. I came in, and, and the first thing I did is I laid it on the floor of the dining room. Because this is where miracles happen. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm really sensing that those of you that are listening, you're hearing what I'm saying, but you're hearing it. Okay? Not just like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's permeating into your heart, into your spirit. This is a shift, like Doug talked about, a major shift into the next, into your future, into getting out of the land of lack, into the land of plenty, the crazy increase, the windows of heaven opening up, the portals. And it's like, well, that's because you're Joan Hunter. No, man, that's got him over him too. But you know what? There's portals everywhere. And it's you, as you praise and you worship, as your hands go up to him, that's where the portal opens up. It doesn't have to be at my house. It doesn't have to be at this church service. What it is is the blessings of God are running and overtaking, and they're opening up and beyond what you could ever hope, dream, or imagine. They're being poured out on you, but your hands can be in a praise position or in a stop position. And some of you are saying, no, I don't, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. And when you remove that stinking thinking, you're going to see the loving, incredible, wonderful Father want to just bless you and bless you and bless you like you can't comprehend. You know, even last night, I'm shaking my head. I'm going, oh, my God, I'm moving tomorrow, you know, and I praise God. And I'm like, I'm in it now. (laughs) It's, it's, It's almost surreal. Yeah. But it's God. It's so God. And I am so overwhelmed with his presence here in this house, here on this call, and all that God has done for me. Yeah. But he's crying out saying, I want to do it for you too. I want to do it for you too. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve to be blessed. Some of you may be going, oh, you don't know my past. And you know what? If you've repented for your past, God doesn't even know your past. exactly right. Isn't that cool? Glory to God. 
I'm so excited about what God is doing. Yeah. I'm literally overwhelmed with the presence of God here. Yeah. And and I know that when you and I get together, the power of God really comes. But but right now there and and this is literally going right into your ears and right into your heart and you're receiving what we're saying. Because this is not just about, oh, let's brag on Joan. This is brag about Jesus yep. and about how I had nothing, nothing, 18, 19 years ago. The only thing I really had was diagnosed with breast cancer. Isn't that great? You know, actually, a month ago, I mean, it was, let's see, 19 years ago this week that I was given that death sentence. Wow. And uh, just literally while we're recording this. It was right now when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, given roughly two years to live. And here we're pushing on almost 20. In my life, I've been healed in my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit, my finances. Because God just doesn't want to heal your body and leave you broke. <laughs> That's right. God wants to heal every area. And when the woman with the issue of blood, when she was made every whit whole or completely well, her finances were restored too. And when she went back, it's like what I envisioned was that she went back to her house and all of a sudden her chickens were back. Her donkey was back. You know, there was food in the cabinet because when he restores, he restores everything. He didn't just leave her broke. Yeah. There's so much power right now. And yeah. I know you can feel it too. Yeah. This is very sovereign move of God on people's hearts and just hearing hearing these words of hope not just financially but hope for your heart my latest book is love again live again restore your heart and regain your health you've been hurting your heart you need to get that book get your heart completely healed get the walls down that we put up just to protect us and God, he just wants to bless you. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to heal your body. Heal your very soul, your very being. Heal your relationships. Restore everything. Literally. Restore everything. And this is the year that the Lord has declared for the canceling of debts. That's in Deuteronomy. And this is the year that the Lord has declared for restoration restitution and recompense and what god wants to do is it's payback time but the enemy is stolen it's payback time and this is part of payback you know and i've and i've got some other things i know in the natural that's coming but once again it's payback right and god he's just opening up the windows of heaven a blessing if you, need a, if you need a place to live, grab hold of this word today, that he became poor. He became homeless, so we don't have to be homeless. And if you're believing God for your healing, by his stripes, you are healed. He's got the provision there, and accept it, because he wants you to have that. He wants you to be completely set free. Then in addition to that, he wants to heal everything. That you'll have life and life abundant. 
Life abundant is not debt. Life abundant is the miracles of God. Yeah. And the blessings of God beyond what you could ever hope, dream, or imagine. And where I am right now is beyond whatever I could have ever hoped, dreamed, or imagined. And I, I asked my realtor, I said, please pinch me. Yeah. <laughs> because, and she's a spirit-filled Christian, which is great. She said this is the most enjoyable time that she's ever had looking for a house. We looked and looked and looked and looked and looked. And then finally we stopped. Let's go get a drink. We got a drink of water. Stopped and got a bottle of water. And, then, and so she says, we're praying. We have one hour to find a house. Because then I was traveling. And I said, okay, God, we need to know the house you want. She says, I have one more appointment. I said, let's go. We walked in and we said, this is the most beautiful house I've ever seen. Let's put it under contract. Wow. And I'm here. God answers prayers. Yes, he does. Find the right house for me. I love to entertain. I have a massive kitchen. That's probably an understatement. And lots of room to have lots of people over. You know me. You know I love that party. Yep. You've, you've been to a few of them. <laughs> lots of people, lots of food, lots of, lots of fun, lots of everything. And that's what this house is for. It's not just for me. It's for me to share. Yeah. For me to share the glory of God. And if God can do it for me, God can do it for everybody. That's exactly right. Yeah. And if God has healed you, he's healed me. You know, he's healed me of a really bad knee. My knees are great. And, you know, he healed me of, I, I burned out my adrenal glands a few years ago, about 13 years ago. And my daughter is now a doctor. I said, where are my adrenal glands? She goes, they're on top of your kidneys. I said, okay. I took my two thumbs and put them on top of my kidneys. I said, I speak new adrenal glands. And I got new adrenal glands. I couldn't do what I do without good adrenaline, that's for sure. Right. You know, and then I had a, a really large goiter, and, and I realized that was a thyroid problem. So I just prayed for a new thyroid, and it went right down. And, you know, I don't have a thyroid problem. It's great. Nor a goiter. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and just – and I, I just want to really encourage everybody to grab a hold of what we're talking about today. That this is a time for you to experience that miracles happen. Because miracles happen. God wants you to experience what I'm talking about. He wants you to experience miracles happening in your own life, in your own body, in your own finances. And, and I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to give to InLight because there's such an anointing on this ministry that as you give into, into Doug's ministry and all that he's done and the people's lives He's, God's using him to change. Miracles are going to happen when you do that. And as you give into a ministry that's doing something, God's going to give you more money to give again. And I just love the fact that we get to give, and then he blesses us back, and then we get to give again. Yeah. Hallelujah. I love that. Very fun. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's something so, that you said at the beginning I think is is so key that blind person the person that that you talked about they had spoken over themselves right and that was the root of their healing was that right Absolutely well, that's what's going and on right And when she renounced now. the word yep. she got healed Yeah right now And what are you speaking over your own b- body what are you speaking what are the doctors speaking over you and you're agreeing with Yeah we're going to break that okay. off Okay 
And and the you know my uh, I remember I went right at, uh, in the year 2000 I went to the CPA, and I said, how am I going to make it? You know, my pay was 1600, my tithe was 160, my take home was 1200, my house rent was 1100. Well, that's 1260 out of 1200, not including three girls in college, two car payments, utilities, and everything else. And he says, first of all, quit tithing. Second of all, quit giving all those offerings and plan on filing bankruptcy. And I will tell you this, that number one, I walked out, I said, I cut those words off. I found a different CPA that lined up with the word of God. When they processed this loan, they said they've never seen anybody that had no debt and a perfect credit score. Yeah. I've worked hard for that. I've worked hard for that. I have believed God. I've been very faithful with my finances. I give probably almost half my income away every year, and I still have plenty. And, you know, most of the money that I make is actually non-ministry related, you know, either side businesses or royalties, different things like that. But what God wants to do, he wants to bless you with multiple streams of income. Right. I got notification on Saturday. We're going to put money in your bank. Okay. Yeah. So Monday, you know, I got like $90 in my account. I'm like, $90 isn't enough to hardly buy a pillow today. But but what it is, it's $90 that I didn't have. Exactly right. And every time I turn around, I'm getting money is showing up in my bank account. And money is showing up in my purse. You know? And, and it's so cool because even today, I found a, a teardrop one-carat diamond that I have looked for for probably several years. And but I gave up on it about three years ago. I found it today. Wow. I went, oh, my God, this is so exciting. It's so beautiful. And it's restoration. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that Isaiah 45, 3, and it says, I will show you and give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places. It was in a secret place. It was in a safe place. I knew where I put it. I didn't remember where I had moved it, but I moved it to a really safe place, and I found it today. Wow. And, and I'm like, this is so cool. This is so awesome. I found it. You know, I went, ah! <laughs> and so then, you know, I, I put it in a good, secure place, and then I put something in my purse. I'm like, what is this? And it was like $150 showed up in my purse today. And, you know, I'm like, this is really awesome. Money is showing up. Diamonds are showing up. Come on. I'm getting this beautiful house. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's a good day. And then what did your word say today? It's going to be an incredible day. Yeah, that's then right. in the natural was impossible. And here we are. Supernatural to is kicking in. To find a little in. tiny diamond. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes, a carrot is a big diamond. But to find that diamond today. Yeah. With your word. I tell you what, if you don't get Doug Addison's word every day, you need to get it. Because I tell you what, man, I just get, whoa, every day. I'm like, yes. I, I wake up in the middle of the night to do what you need to do in the middle of the night. And then I usually get that word. And I'm like, sometimes it's hard for me to go back to sleep, but I, I do it anyway. But it is so incredible with what God wants to do. And he's looking, looking for people yeah. he can bless. Right. He's looking for people he can bless. Not because you're worthy, not because of this or that. He just loves you. He wants to bless you. Yeah. You know, it's so cute when, when people give me a prophetic word. I see you in a field 
like a little child running around amongst the flowers. And I'm like, that's how God sees me. Yeah. I'm his little girl. He spoils his little girl. I have little girl childlike faith, but I have the anointing in the calling of God as an apostle. Yep. I don't ever want to lose my childlike faith knowing that my father God can do anything, and he does. Yes, he does. Like, who wants to pray for this shoulder that's missing? <laughs> Francis, which is my mom, uh, this is yours, <laughs> you know, even though she's gone. I'm like, Pastor, maybe this one's for you. See, so oftentimes we do that. But I would have missed that shoulder growing back in my hand. Right. I want you, meaning those of you that are listening, that can be included in this too, but I want you to experience vertebrates in the neck going back into place. I'm, I'm talking to a guy uh, in about a week and a half. I'm doing a television program and grotesquely deformed when I met him, over 45-degree angle uh, scoliosis. And he would preach, but he would have to hold his Bible sideways. He came to one of my services having a very hard time even getting there because he had to be driven because he couldn't even drive because he couldn't see over the dashboard. And I prayed, and his whole spine went whoop in literally three seconds, wow. maybe, totally straightened up. And he preaches from the pulpit, and he doesn't have to bend over. And that happened about 10 years ago. And he's actually going to come, and I'm going to interview him for my television program. And he's bringing his interesting-looking x-rays from before. Yeah. It's powerful. And, and I'm, I'm so excited. I can understand it. Yeah. And, and I went, and I had to buy some doormats and some paint for the new house. We're going to paint a room, and I put the floor mats on the bottom of the cart. So I'm checking out. The lady bends down, and she goes, oh, my back is killing me. And so I had a friend with me, and I said, here we go. Here go our hands. They're armed and dangerous. And it was like, do you want to pray? Do you want me to pray? Because she didn't have any idea who Joan Hunter was, which I love praying stealth-wise like that. Yeah. And so I go in, and, and I'm praying, and, and, I, and I said, can I pray? And she goes, what did you say? I said, may I pray for you? And at that point, she says, well, I guess. And I prayed for her, and she grew right there at her checkout stand, and her back got healed. Yeah. See, that's what it's about. It's not just in services. It's everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Yep, and even on the Internet, like right now. It's so yes. brewing. I have a list here because you, the, when when the heavens open, I suddenly start getting a download from heaven of words of knowledge and healings that are well, happening go for right it. now. Go for it. They're yes. already in do it. place. Let's do it. And yes. there's there's been um, because uh, Joan talked about at the beginning this woman who had spoken over her own eyesight, and we started it out with. I was prophesying over people who had prophesied over themselves, and so we reversed those curses already. And that's why something started happening and the, the heavens opened. And I saw a, a couple of things happen. One was the reforming of a breast. And there's someone who has had, um, I believe, uh, you've had chemo and you've had your breast removed. The Lord says, He's. I tell you, I saw this happening right now. We're the reforming of the breast. And I'm believing for the miracle for you now, not, not something later, now. 
And, uh, and be sure to let us know. Yeah. I pray for, for eight women and nine breasts have grown back. Come on. Yeah. I pray for more than that, but I'm aware of nine yeah. right there. And, uh, and it and would, so don't limit God. Right. That, and it's a removing of shame. And we're going to remove yes. shame and words spoken over you. As you remove that block, the block of shame, you're going to see some things start to happen over you. Are you getting anything, Joan? Let's just pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just remove, we just send the word of healing. We remove every bit of shame, every bit of unworthiness, every bit of if they only knew, and every bit of that words have been spoken, you know, that this will never happen. You'll never, you know, you'll you'll always be ugly. You'll always have yeah, come on. scars. You'll always, that kind of Jesus, stuff. Yeah. I've had so many people whose scars have been removed after prayer. I mean, it's so incredible. Scars, emotional scars, but also physical scars. Yep. So I just want you to get ready, get ready to receive. It's like, well, that'll never happen to me. Shut your mouth. Yep. Okay, shut your mouth. It's time that we receive all that God has for us. Yeah. And this is not just limited to that word of knowledge. This is whatever you need right now. That's Restoration right. in yep. your body. And I want you to think about uh, if you let the Holy Spirit speak to you, any words that you may have done, withering words, and uh, anything you may have spoken, and even over the next week or so, the Lord might bring it back to you later. I want you to yes. renounce and, and it. different times. Yep, mm-hmm. renounce this and begin to pray the opposite of this and pray for the healing of the Lord to come over you in Jesus' name. I had a situation happen in California a few months ago, and I shared the story of the lady who was blind and then she could see. And she was sitting there. She goes, that's what's happening. That's what's happened to me. And she says, she says, I see you praying for the sick and them getting well. I see this happening. I see that happening. I see all this kind of stuff. And she says, this is really wild. I don't, this is, you know, and she goes, I just can't see myself doing that. I just can't see myself doing that. I just can't see myself doing that. And, and she goes, I realized it's, this is why my eyesight is dimming. Because I just can't see myself doing this. And she says, I renounce those words while I'm ministering to others. And her eyesight came back clear as a bell. Wow. Just right there in the service. Yeah. So there's something powerful about that. I felt it too is that some people have been just really gripped with fear. And afraid to even do spiritual warfare. Afraid to pray over your situation. We're going to bind right now the spirit of fear. Kick out the spirit of fear. Step fear up. Fear can keep you from your future. That's exactly right. Wow. Yes. Step up right now. Do not be afraid. You know, trust the Lord. And I saw some people who had been taken out there. Key intercessors have been taken out because of fear. And I'm calling you back to life right now in Jesus' name. I also saw some uh, women, Yes. this word is not limited to women, but I saw a, a group of thousands, thousands of women listening, and you're unequally yoked, and your husbands are uh, struggling quite a bit with, with, uh, with addictions and alcohol and, and um, pain pills, and, and the Lord is, I tell you, I, this word right now, this particular one, is you need to pray this through, but the Lord wants to redeem your husband. He wants to redeem your husband. And so now I speak into that situation right now as someone who has overcome all those areas in my life. And my wife had grace for me. 
and I have overcome these things. And I now stand with authority, and plus the authority of the word, the authority of your prayers. I come into agreement right now for the restoration of the unequally yoked, and I take authority over these areas, Lord, whatever it might be, in Jesus' name. Bring healing, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus' name. Yeah. Uh, Wow. There's someone who uh, your prophetic gifts shut down because... You said it was too much uh, with the Lord. You even said this is too much, and so take it away. And you just need to reverse that. Your prophetic gift, your dreams are going to flow again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are many people that have really felt like God can't use them, and that's exactly what the enemy wants you to think. Exactly what the enemy wants you to think. But this is the time and the season that we are going to get over all of that, get rid of all of that, and that we are going to see the hand of God move through you. And, and those of you that are watching, look at your hands. Those, those, God wants to use those hands as his hands are extended through you to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. And we're going to see incredible miracles happen as a result of you just getting this revelation today because a lot of healing is revelation just revelation that you can do it revelation of what to say you can study learn learn about healing through me learn about the prophetic through doug different things like that and you're going to see incredible phenomenal breakthroughs happen and healings happen yeah some of you going i wish god would use me like that so trust me God wants to use you like that. He's saying the same thing. I wish she or he would allow me to use her or him just like that. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's been a powerful time. And, Joan, I just want to really thank you for joining us. And I'm going to just ask you to pray a prayer over everyone that, as the Lord leads you, just to activate the words that we've been speaking and... and, um, Real excited for the testimonies we're going to hear back. Yes. Well, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we praise you for what you've done. Father, I thank you that even those that had a hardened heart toward a lot of these different things when we started, that you have softened their heart so that they could hear this. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you that you have permeated their hearts, that this word will resonate within them, and it will not just go in one ear and out the other, but it has landed in their heart. So that from this day, lives are going to be changed, attitudes, directions, shift is happening, shift in finances, shift in health, shift in direction, shift in their own anointing in Jesus' name. Father, we just give you the glory for this in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right. Joan Hunter has been on the broadcast and there's always miracles in the house. There's always encouragement in the house and she's at her new house. Well, just tell us, Joan, how we can uh, get a hold of you, things you offer, uh, how to follow you on the uh, Internet even. Yep, that sounds good. I have a, a public page on Facebook, so you can do that. My website is joanhunter.org or joanhunter.ca for Canada. And, you know, I'm, I've got a Twitter account. i got all that kind of Instagram and joanhunter153. And uh, just really good stuff and love to connect with you if you need prayer our office is available you can email your prayer request to info 
at joanhunter.org. Or if you'd like me to come and speak at your church, women's conference, or whatever, you can also email info at joanhunter.org. All right. I love you, Doug Addison. I love you, Joan Hunter, your family. <laughs> Can't wait till we see I each know, other again. I just love it. Yeah. Yes. Very, very powerful. Well, hey, again, be sure to get feedback to us. You can get a hold of us on my website, dougaddison.com, or, or out on social media and let us know. What happens? Even on the uh, on my web page where this is posted, you could put your miracle in or write it in, you know, there, and we can hear about what happened. And also, stay encouraged. I'm so excited. All right, God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at dougaddison.com.